it's true, your present suffering can be your opportune time to flourish, to prosper, to be restored, to do something new, to do something you've never done before. Your present suffering can actually work as a catalyst to push you towards your destiny. I want you to listen to me. I want you to see this. This is going to be real brief. Catch the vision. Catch the revelation. Catch the wisdom. So yeah, although your economic climate is chilly and it could be unstable, people seem to be making things happen and creating new careers. Look around you. Folks looking for new jobs, going back to school, stepping out on faith and doing things they have never done before. See, before they was comfortable, but now because of a present situation, mm, it pushed them to think beyond their present suffering. Like there has to be something more than this. I'm a witness to it. I remember finding myself in that situation during the economic crisis. I'm like, God, you have gifted me with a lot. Even things I probably don't even know of. I want to use what's in my hands. There's something in me that I can use right now while I am applying to jobs and waiting for somebody to open up their door of opportunity to me. But you are the one who gives promotion. Come on, somebody. God is the one who orchestrates and moves and give us favor with himself and with man. So let's not limit him. But back to what I was talking about. So people are doing things they have never done before. Sometimes it takes situations such as a catastrophe, like a economic or financial crisis or loss or some kind of other um, situation that make you feel stuck to move us toward our destiny and our successful journey. It's as if there has to be a shaking up of things in our lives that pushes us to go forward. It is reported that more than 5 million Americans around the age of 55 and over are starting new businesses and entrepreneurship and new careers. And I saw that in the New York Times. There are folks who are taking advantage of their struggles, hear me, by stepping out on faith and doing something new. Hear the word new, hear the word new. Catch the wisdom. They've decided that failure is not an option. <laughs> they, they can't see themselves failing. They got to be more, I had to say got to. With my educated self, they got to be more than this. I can't get no amens, but that's okay. <laughs> Many who are unemployed decide that it is the opportune time to take up a trade or attend school, get their GED, go to college and grad school. I've done it. I've done it. I've done it as a grown woman who dropped out of high school in the 10th grade. But my God, the reason why I call my inspirational life coaching business, get your life back because I've lived it. I went back and got everything I was supposed to have and more. And I'm not finished yet. I'm not finished yet. God is not finished yet. But I know what it is to start back from scratch and putting the pieces back together and, and just letting everything just point and direct me in a path that was ordained for me. So we can learn from the scriptures as well. Let's go. This is, this is a, this is a biblical base <laughs> inspirational moment, but it's to also encourage you to do something new. What is that dream, that fantasy, that vision that you might have had? You might have written it down and you might not have written it down. But maybe you need to start 
writing things down. Don't push it to the side and halfway visit an idea and go, eh, no, write it down, honey. Let me tell you something. Write stuff down because you don't know when God's going to bring that thing back up. You need to write it down. But scripturally, we can learn from the scriptures that through each trial we learn. And then when we learn, we count it as our joy as we go through various trials and tribulations because we have a vision. We understand that this is moving me somewhere. And also knowing that God's strength is made perfect in your weakness. Second Corinthians chapter 12, verse 19. Another scripture I love, I can do all things through Christ which strengthens me, Philippians. And this statement we hear all the time, but it's so true when I hear these scriptures. Man's extremity is God's opportunity. Man's extremity is God's opportunity. When you have come to the end of your rope and you can't do anymore, understand that God has all the power. He's the orchestrator. He gives promotion. He gives us favor with man and with himself. He will use people who do not even like you, but he will put you on their hearts and mind and open up an opportunity for you. Don't even under, they don't even know that God is using them, <laughs> but you know, or you need to know. Of course, this is not meant to mask our pain and problems in your present suffering and situation. But it's helping you not to feel stuck there and understand that it's temporal. This too shall pass. I always say it, but this too shall pass. So don't mask your pain, your problem. You deal with them. Allow yourself to feel and go through. But I'm saying seek God and, and, and understand his plan for you. And learning how to turn what you're going through now into something positive, into something that can help somebody else. God promised to be with us and never leave us. That many forget that side of God that is a counselor. So he understands everything anyway. So just give everything to him. You know, some facets of prayer is really just welcoming God's intervention. Asking him to intervene. This is too hard for me. Trusting in him to help you and allowing him to correct, instruct and heal our wounds and issues. Again, when I go back to the present suffering, we cannot get stuck in that moment. We can connect our traditional focus. Listen, let's connect our traditional focus that's usually on symptom alleviation to the transformative and redemptive ways in which Christ wants to use our suffering by allowing us and applying the scriptures that fit our situation. Hear that again. God wants to use our present, our suffering by applying the scriptures that fit our situation. There is a word in the Bible for every situation. Many of us have been through a hellish situation and back. And check out Ezekiel, the prophet's call. Love the story because he sat where the people sat. He dwelt among them for a moment and he got a revelation from God as to how to minister to the weary, disobedient and lifeless people. God told him to prophesy to every part of their being. God said, prophesy to the bones, prophesy to these bones. And you can find that in Ezekiel chapter 37. 
But understand that it's all good. Finally, we can encourage our friends, clients, family members, and strangers that if we belong to God, he can turn misery into miracles, negatives into positives, and so on. God many times uses our suffering to move us inward, outward, forward, and upward. Hear me again. God sometimes uses our suffering to move us inward, because sometimes we have to go inward to do an inner work. We have to go inside ourselves, become introspective and see what we're missing or what we need healing in. He'll move us outward, looking at our, the outward, our external, our environment. That You don't know where the answer is. God knows. But sometimes we have to get focused. And then he'll move us forward. He'll move us forward. You're not staying stuck. You're, you're moving. You're, you're mobile. And then upward. Elevating, leveling up, next step, next level, exalted. And how we can benefit in a positive way. Folks in the Bible have been beaten, imprisoned, hung and beheaded. Okay. Went through some things. Let me tell you. Jesus mentioned how we haven't even been through as he did to the point of death and torment for, uh, listen to this, for other people's stuff, for other people's sin. So the last thing I want to say is that the present suffering is not worthy to be compared to the things that God has in store for you, to the glorious things that God has in store for you, even though that also has to do with the kingdom of God that's prepared for us. There are also things that God has for you to do here. There's an impact he wants you to make here. There's divine connections he wants you to make here. So know that the good and the bad are working together for the good hear me because we missed this part so if you don't know God I admonish you to seek him all things work together for the good to them who love God and who are called according to his purpose get to know him you will fall in love with him guarantee it guarantee it you be blessed have a good evening